Previously on Anything Goes. I think it's like, uh, what is it, trendy right now to say that women are funny. It's trendy to say it. It is. Like like Catherine O'Hara wasn't funny. Like Gilda Radner yeah. wasn't funny. Like these women that came before us didn't quite hit it. And then suddenly Kristen I, Wig comes along and writes it. Yeah. And I'm a woman. Yeah, I know. It's weird. And I saw Baby Mama and it was awful. Right. <laughs> so... But no, I I I I agree with some of the things you say. I don't agree with everything no, like, you say. But it is true. Like I I resent the fact that bride. It's true. Like bridesmaids has all of a sudden proved that women women have been proving that they were funny every generation. Yeah. they have to right. Re, I hate when people say themselves. that. Yeah. Yes, but and I just didn't think. I just don't think bridesmaids a masterpiece, honestly. But you know what it is, and I most men that I talk to are like, ah, I don't really get it. But all women that I talk to are like, I totally get it because it is. A hundred percent a girl thing like that. That movie. No, no, no. I don't guys, agree with you. Guys no. don't no, totally don't relate to that. No, I s- no, you're wrong. Really? I, I disagree with you, Kathleen. I, I, I think it's a very funny movie. Yeah. I just think that I, I don't think the movie holds together. It was a long movie. I don't think the story holds together. And it did drag, I think the right. love story was kind of. Oh, weak. that was ridiculous. That's what I, fucked I, it up I for me. Did. That whole that shit love story was like Stupid. these are funny chicks like being together. You yeah. do not need that love story that was so predictable. The moment that that cop yeah, pulled Christian Wiggo. Over, I was just like, okay, this guy's going to show up three or four more times, and then at the end of the movie that she's going to be with him. You didn't need that. That was the cliche bullshit that I didn't like about the movie, but yeah. I, I loved the who the, the Mike and Molly chick, and then Kirsten yeah, Wig, and brilliant. all these. Uh, it was very cliche. I will say it was very cliche. It was just as cliche as the Sex and the City movies. The, that's, that movie but those pissed. movies aren't funny. They're, they're trying to be funny for but women. They're not, they're not hilarious. No, they're not. I no. never said they were, but I mean, like, even the Sex and the City movie pissed me off on how Carrie at the end of the movie had to get together with Big. I'm like, why couldn't she just stay single? Why couldn't that? Why is staying single such a horrible thing for women? Because probably well, the people Kathy, that are... you and I, as single people, know it is. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we we can say all we like, Kathleen. I just want but someone to on. hold me. You know, you. I when I came in, you were crying in a corner, <laughs> eating ice cream out of a bucket. And now, let's get to a new exciting show. Don't touch that dial. It was molested and it brings back horrible memories. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. And Kathleen McGee. And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you. Can you dig it? So how's everybody's Christmas so far? Well, we lost it. We were talking about trees. Do you have a fresh tree, Darren? No, fake tree. Well, why you go fake tree? Uh, I just never really want to have to go get one, put it up, clean it up afterwards, right. throw it out. It's fun getting them. Like, it's fun going to get a real tree, but it's like cleaning up and having needles everywhere for the whole year. Yeah. But when I was growing up, my mom would, wouldn't allow my dad to get a fake tree. Yeah, why is that? We only had real trees. I don't know. My mom only wanted a real tree. I think, well, I know her dad loved fake trees and they, and she never did. And he bought one of those, like in the sixties, they had these like aluminum trees that were on like a turnstile and they had a light that changed. So the, so the tree spun and it changed colors. And my mom and like all my aunts said it was so ugly that they went out and got a real tree. Oh, okay. Cause I like the sound of that tree. Yeah, I do too. I've seen some trees. I saw a tree for $1,500, a fake tree for $1,500. So I, I've never paid for a fake tree. I've always been hand-me-down fake trees. So the tree that we have was a hand-me-down. Someone gave it to us. We've used it for like five years. It's great. But I was in a store yesterday, and a tree was $800, and it wasn't even a great tree. That's insane. Like, the, the tree that's $1,500, I guess it, like, plays music, and it, like, has a light show and stuff, but I don't know. That's not, that's too much money. No, I, I remember having, well, I mean, I had, I remember having real trees and, until, I don't think we ever actually, I think we had real trees up until the point where we stopped celebrating Christmas with like an actual, actual tree tree. Right. Like you stopped was, celebrating Christmas? No, no, no. Stop celebrating Christmas with a real tree, like a, an actual big Christmas tree. And then my mom would just get like, like one of those plotted, 
potted tiny trees and then we would just put shit on that because they were in an apartment anyways at that point and so i mean they're not gonna put up a tree just like who's that for for me like nobody else was coming over so every time i put up a tree it's nice but then like i'm like i gotta take this down again yeah <laughs> and then like uh, in january you're taking this stupid tree down and cursing it because the lights are all tangled they should almost they do they don't do they have I mean, I guess every wood chipper is semi-portable, but if you could have a wood chipper that you could just bring into the living room and then put the Christmas tree literally into that wood chipper and then put it right into the fire. Not everybody has a fireplace. No, I guess not. Okay, I guess, all right. Okay, there, there, there's a big hole in my good idea for Christmas. <laughs> the lack of universal fireplaces. Everyone's got one, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Everybody, every rich person in this world has a fireplace. Oh, I've either you had to be exposed to someone else's favorite, like holiday or Christmas movie, that all of a sudden you're like, I mean, I just watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation for the first time. What? I can't fucking, it. It's horrible. Like, I can't uh, it. yeah, it's just a, it's a piece of. Okay, be it that I only saw it on AMC, so all the swearing was taken out. Right. I'm watching it going, like, I do not see how swearing could make this even remotely funnier. <laughs> it was just, it was so, and the person I'm watching it with it, the person I'm watching it with is going bananas because, like, she grew up with it. And that's yeah, the right. That's a nostalgia movie. It better be, because it does not, it does not hold up like Revenge of the Nerds holds up. Where so it's like well, Reven Revenge of the Nerd. The when is the last time you watched that? Um. Okay, put it this way. Uh, I think the last time I saw it was maybe about five or six years ago on uh, on Spike TV, and so of course they take out the swearing, but right. then they left in the part where the nerd is dressed up exactly like the boyfriend. Right. Of the hot, sexy, cheer, the one from Delta Phi Kappa, whatever. Yeah. And so somehow the boy, the boyfriend in the exact same uh, bear costume or something like that goes off. And then he's the nerd in the exact same costume, steps in, has sex with the, uh, the college queen. Yes. And then he takes off his mask and she's perfectly okay with it. She's not in shock at all. She's just like... Oh my god, she's more impressed with the fact that she that how good the nerd was at sex, not the fact that she's just finding out she had sex with a different person. So right. anyway, <laughs> that was a bit of a tangent, but um it does well, I'm, I'm watching Die Hard tonight for the first time because I've never seen Die Hard. Right. And Adam's like, Well, you have to watch Die Hard, it's the best Christmas movie ever. I've like seen bits and pieces, like I've been but I've never sat down and watched it. Neither, like the same with like Star Wars. I've never sat down and watched all the Star Wars. You don't need to, they all die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's everybody's father, it's all the same. Yeah, watch all 10 movies, Every, people just, everyone's dying. So I, I had not watched The Christmas Vacation until last year for the first time, and I thought it was lame. So maybe it is a kid, you gotta watch it as a kid, you grew up with it. Yeah. I get it because I love a Christmas story and I know people that see that as an adult and think it's pretty boring. Whereas I think a Christmas story is the best Christmas movie of all time. I'm sure we'll all have a different best Christmas yeah. movie. That's my like, thing. I, I think Christmas story is slow and boring. Like there's there's parts of it that are really fun, but then there's like <laughs> and yeah. then there's some super racist stuff in it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, what's the super racist stuff? Uh, oh, we're at the rah, Chinese rah. food restaurant, and they're yeah. singing rah, oh. rah, 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 rah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, who, who doesn't not, do that? <laughs> it's pretty bad. No. Uh, other than that, not other than the racist song, there's nothing else. <laughs> well, I just, I just, I, I literally have Jingle on the way right now. Is like on the TV beside me. It's just ending. But it, it is a, it has a horrible Christmas message in it. There isn't really one moment of like, what, what's the real spirit of Christmas all about? It's literally just all consumerism, capitalism, just do anything to fucking, this product is your love for your kid. And it's really, like when you actually sit down and watch it, I just don't know how it's ever become this Christmas classic that's all. I don't, I don't think I've ever watched It's a Wonderful Life. I've, I don't think I've ever watched it. Have you guys? No. Oh, I, I've watched it, uh, oh, like 
I was gonna, I was, I probably, I've seen it, at, if not in whole, at least bits and pieces of it. Oh, I'd say for like the last 30 years. That's probably one that I'll watch. I will, t if it's on, like an Elvis movie, if it's on, I'm, I'm watching it. Like that or Goodfellas. If, if uh, It's a Wonderful Life is on, I'll, I'll be tuning into that. But is that your favorite? So what, what, is that your favorite Christmas movie, Dave? Um, probably A Christmas Story would be, and then It's a Wonderful Life, I suppose, okay. would be. And, and, and what about you, Kathleen? Um, I would say, like, Hope Alone, and I really love Love, actually. That's a good movie. Now, is that directly something to do with Christmas, though? Oh, there's tons of Christmas in it. Oh, okay. All right. right? Yeah. Lots of it happens during Christmas. It's it's good. But I'm right now. I like literally in the middle of uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Because I watched. I have never seen seen it. So the first time I ever watched this was the very first time I ate an edible, and I ate the whole thing, and I was so high. I don't remember that movie at all. All I remember is that it was very shiny. Like, there were parts where it was just, like, even when it was so dark, there was, like, glitter everywhere. And I'm like, okay. But then I saw it on Netflix. I'm like, I should actually watch this. So I'm in the middle of it right now, and it's really fucking great. Because I love okay. Coen Brothers movies. Like, I think the Coen Brothers have the best movies. Seriously, they're some of the best movies out there. Fargo is one of my all-time favorite movies of all time. A great series, too. Even though I think the last one they did with Chris Rock was kind of a, a bit of a letdown. But Wasn't it, like, like, did it take place, like, in the past? <laughs> yeah. It took place in like the fifties. Okay. Now you're yeah, gonna, I haven't seen that season. Now, Darren, what were the two movies? What were the movies that you had for Christmas? Were they? So yeah, a Christmas story, and there's a second one. There's a little-known movie called Santa Who with uh, Leslie Nielsen and uh, Tommy uh, Davidson from In Living Color. Right. It's a little Christmas movie that could. You know what? We Do you watched appearance in it. I, I actually play elf number two to Tommy Davidson. That's why. Okay. I was we actually for... watched a movie last night that I just found on, I think it was on Prime. It's called Cooper's Christmas, but it, it's also called Cooper's Camera. Okay. It's a Canadian. It's Samantha B and Jason, what's this, whatever. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. It's I know. Dark. I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. And so Mike Beaver is also yeah. in it. He plays one of the other leads. He played, his character is awful, like a bad, bad person, but yeah. it's so good. Cause it's like, it's, it's, it's the eighties Christmas and I'm watching this. I'm like, this is my family at Christmas in the eighties. Right. Like, it's really funny. It's like, it's, it's basically, they get a, they get a, a an eighties video camcorder for Christmas. Oh, yeah. One of the, Dave Foley is his neighbor and he owes him $2,000. Instead of giving him $2,000, he gives him this camera that has, which is also funny, it, every now and then it'll cut into sex scenes with Dave Foley and his girlfriend, and it's fucking hilarious. Well, now, wh where is this? Where can I find this? Prime. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's, called, it's, it's called Cooper's Christmas on there, but it's also called Cooper's Camera. There's I, also, I there's also a link for free on YouTube, because someone had brought this movie up to me a week ago, and yeah. I've always wanted to watch it, because Mike Beaver is a good guy. Uh, yeah. and obviously, Jason Jones and, and um, Samantha B, you know, they're very talented. But I've always yeah. been a fan of Mike Beaver's acting. And I have never been able to see it. And someone said it's on YouTube. So Yeah, if you're sensitive, like if you're a woke person, don't watch this movie. Oh, well, it's, it, it was the 80s. It's got great so. jokes. It's got really racist stuff, like from the 80s. Right. I mean, it's really funny, though. Like if you watch it with an open mind and you're not like thinking about the world today you think about what the world was actually like in the 80s you'll enjoy it it's pretty good well i'll check it out i just i i, I brought up uh jingle all the way because there's one of the guys in it uh from revenge booger from revenge of the nerds makes an appearance in jingle all the way and i guess uh that's the one where they dress up uh, anyways arnold schwarzenegger gets on top of a a a float at some point and that's where booger is when he said he, there's a point at the, when he first shows up he's like oh you're late I was getting worried. I was sweating up here more than a dog in a Korean restaurant. And that was like 92 or something like that. I think that came out. It's like you go back and you watch movies from like five years ago and they have a lot of like, a lot of it's like, ooh, that wouldn't fly today. Well, yeah. yeah there's that part um, in one of the Aziz Ansari specials, 
that he did, he brings up that point where in the trailer for the first Hangover movie, it shows a clip of, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, who was that? Bradley Cooper. He picks up like one of the PA system microphones in, in the uh, hospital and he goes, uh, paging Dr. Faggot, paging that, Dr. Faggot. Yeah, that word and, is used liberally in that movie. <laughs> but I mean, but he's paging Dr. Faggot and that's in the trailer. And Aziz, yeah. Aziz Ansari makes the point where he says, that's in the trailer, so that's supposed to tease you to see more of this. Do you right. like that line? With more of this in the movie. It was just well, at least you can look at that and be like, well, we've made a lot of progress then. Uh, yeah. yeah now, now imagine if your name was Dr. Faggot, and then you saw that trailer. You came from a long line of faggots? You know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I was, uh, I used to work at a call center. And you'd have to answer the phone with the, their per, their name would come up and you'd say, Mr. or Mrs. whatever. And there was always, um, what was it? It was like, oh, it was, okay, so it came up dick liquor, like dick liquor. And I was just like, uh, um, thank you for calling Mr. Dick liquor. And he's like, it's dick liquor. <laughs> he heard it a million times. He heard it a million times. And he was just like, no, it's, it's dick liquor. I'm a dick liquor. A proud wow. dick licker. Well, uh, <laughs> I come from uh, a long line of dick lickers. Yes, I don't. I just. I never understand if you could. If every dick could be a Richard, then just be a Richard. Why be a dick? No, his last name was Dick Licker. Oh, okay. I thought his first his name, first was name wasn't Dick, and then his last name was Licker. The last name was Dick Licker. Oh well, that's changed. Oh it's, my God. That's Swedish. <laughs> yeah. Dick Licker. <laughs> I love my last name. I'm not. I'm not changing my last name. Well, no. Why? When I get married, I'm not changing my last. Oh, name. when you get married, I thought for sure yeah. was this. But no, well, for sure I've never. But I, I love my last name. I have a great last name. Yeah. <laughs>
I watched it. Yes. I'm in like halfway through the second season. And I gotta tell you, I love all the characters in it, all the acting in it, until she steps on stage. And then I hate the show with an intensity that almost makes me stop watching the show. You hate it more than vaudeville. It's very vaudeville. I know it's an error, but just that idea of like, like one episode she goes to Paris and she starts doing her stand-up and they're mesmerized by it because there's an interpreter. Like none of this shit would happen. I don't care what era you're in. I don't care if it's like, yeah, vaudeville or whatever. A lot of this shit wouldn't happen or audiences wouldn't laugh as much as they do with the way she's making it look so easy. Yeah. I, well, it's supposed to be the career of Joan Rivers, sort of, isn't it? Sort of, isn't it mostly well, based on that? Joan, but the person who, uh, who invented the show, her father was an actual stand-up comic from that era. Right. Well, I mean, most shows, when they do tackle stand-up comedy, they, they, the actual stand-up that people do on stage is never very good. Right. It's always, I mean, it, I mean, I've seen people talking about this online, and, I, and people are always saying, I think crashing is a really yeah. good crashing and um, uh, the Jim Carrey produced one. I'm dying up here. Those I haven't the, seen that yet. That, that one that's... was good. That one was good. It was only one season though. They didn't go. No. Did they do one or just two? Or did just they, one. Did they just, just one. did one. one? It was very based on the comedy story. Yes. Oh, yeah, I think it was complete. Well, it was based on the book. I'm dying up here. And uh, yeah, and that's loosely based on the comedy store. But I know that like there's appearances from, uh, well, Lenny Bruce shows up in uh, the what the marvelous Miss Maisel. Not just shows up. He's like he's a pretty large secondary character. The guy who plays him got an Emmy for best supporting actor. Oh really? Okay. okay. Yeah. But I I think that like like this is with any career. Like I know I've I've heard. Uh, that firemen hate backdraft because they're like, no, there's no way that's that's right. not our, that's not what it's like. And then nurses hate like Grey's Anatomy. They're like, no, that's not what it's really like. Like, right. of course, it's not going to be like what it's truly like. Like it's TV. They're not going to. Well, I, I also hear too that like uh, police officers really don't like Police Academy because <laughs> that's. I mean, they they watch that movie yeah. and they're like, there's no way that these recruits would be. Yeah, I, I, love, I don't think Bobcat got off a ticket in 30 years. Don't worry, Dave. <laughs> I love the Police Academy movies. Sure. I have, you know what? There's, I remember seeing that first Police Academy movie when I was a kid. And so I, maybe quiz, kids are more inquisitive these days. And they're not willing to just let jokes just go over their head like I was. But that scene where, you know, where the prostitutes in the, uh, in the podium. Yeah. And she starts giving him a blowjob. I remember when I was a kid, I had no idea what that joke. I wasn't like, well, I don't get it, but whatever. Let's just, uh, I mean, I was all a part of the wackiness, but the actual, oh, she's taking oh, his cock and putting his cock in her mouth and giving him a blowjob. And that's, that's what's funny. And he's in front of all these people. I was just like, oh, I don't get this joke. What's the dirty one? You remember, Dave, what was the dirty Canadian knockoff of Police Academy? Oh. Like Linda, Linda Blair was in it. Night Patrol? Night Patrol. Uh, Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. But then there was like another wacky police one too. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, maybe. I know. I remember Night Patrol. I remember Night Patrol. And Night Patrol when, had a lot more like R-rated comedy and right. like kind of riskier kind of stuff. Yeah, I still don't even think in a PG comedy they would even do a blowjob like that, joke like that these days. No way. I mean, just the way that the way that Police Academy did it, but um, yeah. But I, I, like, I'll go back and watch movies that were like my favorite when I was a kid, and I'll be like, "Holy shit!" That innuendo went woo. Oh yeah. Like, right, right over my head, like I, Adventures in Babysitting. I watched it again. I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> this has gotten some jokes." And there's all, and like Dragnet, there's so many prostitutes, and even Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. Like, Pretty Woman oh. was like a fairy tale for me. Like, I, I oh. told my mom I wanted to be a hooker after I saw that movie. <laughs> like, I really did. And uh, because it made it look so glamorous. Oh, well, I remember, do you remember in the movie, uh, the Monty Python's The Meaning of Life? Yeah. Where oh. the guy's getting chased by the girls women. that are in, in yeah. The, yeah, the topless roller skating women? Yeah. And then there's this narration 
But when I was a kid, I remember watching that and was just like, I couldn't believe all these topless naked women running after this guy. And, 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 uh, and so I didn't even listen at all to that narration. The old, the, and, and, and literally, I think I went to school on the Monday and some other people had seen the movie and they were like, hey, remember that scene with the gay guy? And, uh, and, and so everyone at school just made up their own narrative because we were so focused in on the naked women running. And it was just like, hey, remember that gay guy? And he was running away from those women. Wasn't that funny? I was like, yeah, that's funny. Ha ha ha. And of course, didn't even pay attention to what the actual joke was, but was just like, yeah. That movie has right tons of like, uh, like non-children appropriate stuff in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like oh, when they're doing the sex ed course and John Cleese is fucking his wife. Like, <laughs> well, I knew something was going on there. I could, I could, but yeah, yeah, that was, I, I don't even think I got most of the jokes, but that was what was kind of good about Monty Python. So Dave, you had something you were going to show us about a weird present because being Christmas and you, before uh, Kathleen came on board, you, you popped something up, some kind of weird present that oh, you, was that about? Well, yeah, do you, you wanted to talk about embarrassing gifts? Well, yeah, but just because it's Christmas, you ever gotten an embarrassing gift or... Would you have a story story to tell and I'll show mine second? What's that? Do you have a story to tell and then I'll show mine second? I don't have an embarrassing gift. I just, I know that you do. That's why. Uh, Well, it's it's sort of like one of those sort of like... It's like, I think any sort of sex toy gift is sort of like one of those things that you're sort of like... You kind of give it to him in a joking way. Right. And, you know, you go, oh, ha, 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 that's really funny. But then you don't actually picture someone using it, right? right. Uh, I was uh, recently given one of these. Oh, you're going to use that. What so, is it? You're for sh- uh, it's a jerk-off thing. It's a jerk-off. It's a pocket They're all jerk-off things. It's a pocket pussy. Uh, well, it's a, silico- it's a silicone sort of tube. With a hole in it, and it, it's uh, a pocket pussy. Okay, it's not, but it's not formed to look like a pussy. It's just, it's a, it's no, the eye it's called, stroke. It's, it's called a pocket pussy. Okay, well, the, this is the eye stroke, the incredible male masturbation experience. <laughs> and the the one I like most about it, I, I was uh, they just put the word the letter I above it, so we'll somehow think that this is from Apple. <laughs> like at one point like steve jobs poked his head into the r d department and said when are you guys gonna make something i can stick my dick in i got my albums on my ipod i got my movies on my ipad yeah what am i gonna stick my dick in yeah i'm surprised when men don't have those because i'm like every woman i know has a vibrator like so why won't guys because less you know, like, so I I did a show once. I didn't get paid. I got paid in a product, so I got a flashlight. Yeah. So I had to use it because otherwise I didn't get paid for the show. So I used it, and it was just awkward. It's it doesn't really feel that for me. It didn't feel that great. Your hand is the thing about guys is is your hand better? Yeah, your hand's gonna be better than anything that other than a woman you put on it. Well, you know what? The woman that you put on your hand? (laughs) Or the woman that you put on your dick. It was even better. You know when you use a woman like a sex toy and then you just put it on your dick and then you, you you know, you forget to be the real person? You know, that sort of thing. Um, I feel bad for men then. Pardon me? I feel bad for men then. I just think. uh, There's also. You're going to use it. You're going to use it. You should review it next week. Yes. You want me to. To, of course you're going to use it, Dave. Stop acting like it's going to collect dust on a shelf. The great thing is you're by yourself, Dave. You don't got to hide it. I had to, I had to hide my flashlight. Oh, trust me. I, I hide all my weird shit anyways. I remember going to that one, uh, what was that? The, the, the guy that sort of slept at the Calgary condo uh, and who wasn't supposed to be there, but he oh, was there. Stan? Yeah, okay, you didn't need to say his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I showed up. You can believe it. I'm not, I don't bleep anything out. Uh, so uh, back when I showed up there, he had his laptop, and I was the only one there. He had his laptop open, and then there was a, a large jar of Vaseline there. Oh, my God. And, and I showed up, and I, and, the, and I saw it, and the first thing I thought was, I hide that, and I live alone. <laughs> so it's like, I mean... You that was you, always fun, being a female comedian by yourself, being told, oh, you get, you have to stay with... Stan Thompson or Lauren Morgenstern because they're living here. Well, Great. Yeah. 
that's, oh, this is great. That's going to yeah. be a really great time. I don't know if I, that. Anyways, I, I don't want to. That's yeah. We, we're going down a weird road if we get into that. But uh, <laughs> I like. I, I and all of these people are sort of have copywriters that have to do uh, have to write on the back of these boxes. And this one is uh, this stroker features features multiple suction chambers that are sure to thrill any man. I mean. <laughs> You can blow on a guy's dick and it'll thrill him. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. What does it take to thrill a man? You know, that's no, the thing. It's, it's like it's it's the biggest cliche, but it's the truth. Well, what, what if you want your sex toys to scream? I'll call the police. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel the next best. I, and I love this. Feel the next best thing to a hand job while watching the action through the translucent, so the translucent uh, TPE material. Which I don't know why that's going to be like, ooh, look at I'm. Oh, because then you can see your dick inside of it. That's going to yeah. be a thrill. And I, how what's how is that a thrill though? I mean, see, when I when I used it, my flashlight was so big it was like I was jacking off with a kerplunk. Remember the game kerplunk? <laughs> that's what it was like for me. It was like it was like jacking myself off with kerplunk, but I left the, I left the sticks in. That's because I'm a narcissist. <laughs> to keep your balls in. To keep yeah. your balls in. Yeah. Okay, there's so a new toy that's for ladies. Maybe, Darren, you might want to get one uh, for Brandy for Christmas. It's called the Womanizer. And it's like, it apparently goes like, it's like, it, it looks like a, like a it round and it's got a little knob on it and it goes right on your clit. I bought no, like a cheap. No, you have it. You have it. Okay. Yeah. Does she love it? Yes. Because I bought a cheap version of it and it sucks. Yeah. Like it's terrible. So yeah, this yeah. is like. And then I've heard from other girls, like, they're like, no, you have to actually spend the money and get the actual womanizer. Right. So now I want a womanizer because every girl I've been talking to about them, they say it's like the best thing ever. And you can, and they're small, so you can take them with you. Places. Yeah, it's really small. It's only like this big. Like, okay, yeah. yeah. Hold your hands up, Darren. We don't know what No, you're... no, I'm not going to do that again. Okay. I love okay. that, Darren, I love that you use sex toys with your wife. Good for you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you, but I mean, but are they, they're hidden, right? They're not like, I, yes, they're hidden. No, they're my, my son, one of my sons saw my flex ride. I had to tell him it's it's a it's a it's a tube for the gerbil we bought him for Christmas. What to project them? Like to you stuff the gerbil like inside runs, the vagina part? The tube. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like a, something like a launching cannon for yeah. the gerbil. You like just yeah, boom. And Brandy aimed it at my ass, and we watched Richard Gear Christmas movies together. Oh wow! Well, that's yeah. <laughs> The kids um, wanted a gerbil for Christmas, so. Right. I saw that, actually, the, the movie Unfaithful, I saw that movie again with Richard Gere and Diane Lane. That's mm -hmm. a hot movie. That is, and it, it's really good, actually. I was it's like, a very good movie. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's a, it's like, I almost think that those should be date movies rather than, like, fun sort of get along and isn't life beautiful movies. I always well, think you like, just want somebody to get all worked up. Well, no, no, no. But it's just it's like a, a tremendous discussion after that movie because her affair with the guy sent a chain reaction that like sent Richard Gear off, and then he killed someone, and then this happened, and that happened, and anyways, you should keep your toys hidden though, probably, right? <laughs> I what well, I I don't understand people who don't use them personally. I don't I get don't it. understand that either. Well, I don't get it. Like someone actually came up to me when I was talking about the, the I've done the flashlight thing on stage and I have a little bit about it, but they're like, aren't you embarrassed? I'm like, embarrassed? Have you not heard what I normally talk about? This is the most vanilla stuff of my act. Yeah, I think you should be embarrassed if you don't at least try toys in the room. Because I'm sorry, uh, I've never met a dick that vibrates. <laughs> I never have. Right, right. So, and I, and like, it's just like, I, I just find it such a turnoff when a guy's like, you want to use a toy? Am I not good enough for you? I'm like, well, now you're not. Like, if you're, if you're, like, if a toy makes you feel inadequate, that's like, that's a, that's a red flag. That's a warning sign that this guy is going to be, like, self-conscious about everything. And he'll probably be very, like, I've dated guys like that. And they're always very, like, uh, self-conscious and very jealous and very, like, they're just, like, so in their heads about everything. Well, unless unless the penis can split into two with about an yeah. inch difference that can go like this, I don't understand how long-term relationships can last. 
Well, I, and you can get like fun toys, the ones that like have remote controls. Yeah. Do you, okay, now first of all, have you ever had a guy say that to you? That do you, oh, you want a toy? Am I not good enough? Yes. There's a lot of insecure guys out there. And Especially like, in their twenties, they don't get it. It's they're young. They don't they don't get it. Well, yeah. that's always but that's always one of the big worries that like that like if a guy finds if, if a woman finds out that a guy that she's with is using sort of like like Viagra and Cialis, uh, it's like a, a woman will often be like, oh my god, am I not good enough? Why do you have to introduce? Well, all that's these- an insecure woman. Like that's ridiculous. Like well, I yeah, I mean with- also yeah. I agree it happens that. so much. Dudes sometimes can't get a boner. Sometimes they never ever come. And if you are like, well, it's all my fault, then that why is that guy fucking you if you think that, you know? I don't know. I think sometimes there's both men and women have to realize that when it comes to the bedroom, there is a whole lot more going on in, in a guy and a, a man and a woman's head than just you at that one moment. So. If a girl needs a toy to push her over the edge, go for it. And if a guy needs to take something to get a little bit bigger than normal, then go for it. And at the end of the day, too, it's like, what's worse? Like, like having a guy being frustrated that he can't perform or him just taking something and you being like, well, at least I'm getting fucking plowed. I mean... Yeah, but nothing. Like, I'm not a girl, but it's got to be terrible. If if Jeremy Jackhammer's not doing it, then it's you got to do something to make sure it happens. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with taking medication. I don't think. I don't think there's. A, I took a Viagra once, and it was great. <laughs> it works for ladies too. Oh really? Like just it, you're 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 a uh, you're a uh, you're. Yeah, uh, my dick stands right up. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, do you get engorged? Do you just, just does, like you, does your click get a boner? Oh, you get like it's way easier to come. It's way easier to come. Oh really? Okay, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, I took it once, like a few uh, years ago, but like, yeah. And what? <laughs> and okay, all right. Did it meet your expectations, or did you have no expectations? Or it went above and beyond my expectations. I didn't think it was gonna do anything. Oh. Yeah. Well, and why did you take it? Like, had you heard that other women had done it, and that's why? Yeah, I've I've heard, and then uh, I had a friend with benefits that took it, and so I was like, "Can I have one?" And so I did, and it was amazing. It was great. I don't know uh, if it's bad for you, so don't don't take my advice. Like I right, I, right. Well, I it, is, it is a heart medication. And Darren, you remember Paul Smith? Yes. Paul Smith was one of the guys that actually had to take Viagra for his genuine heart medication. And so he used that boner all the time. Well, he, there was a couple. I forget who told me the story about him going to the office, and uh, uh, maybe it was like Shannon mentioned a story about bumping into Paul and just and Paul was just saying, "Listen, I just I'm." taking this medication so does these things happen but yeah i mean it's a blood flowing medication right right so i think if the technology is there use it (laughs) well you'll have a shittier time sort of telling you uh patting a guy on the back and saying don't worry it happens to a lot of guys but yeah you know technology makes everything better anytime but the problem is we're all repressed and when people start talking about sex in any kind of way, shape, or form, adding technology or anything to it, when I'm not enough or good enough, it becomes a problem for some. That's just the way it is. So, yeah. Darren, you have you been pegged? No. <laughs> what about on your deathbed? Are you going to get pegged on your deathbed? Yes. Just to be like someone's going to do, and then you're yeah. going to be like, oh, the years I could have been getting pegged. Yes. Just so I can die pegged? hating myself even more. All that lost opportunity, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been pegged, Dave? No, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> I always like whenever, whenever a guy's like, "Can I put it in your ass?" I'm like, "Only if I can put it in your ass too." I don't like butt stuff, so I don't. Unless I can shove something up your ass, you're not putting anything up my butt. Okay. Well, I, I don't know why I, th- I think uh, that uh, a woman's poop hole is different from any poop hole, but uh, <laughs> it's I, no I, different. Yeah, I know it's so different, but... A woman's poop hole only is different because it smells like roses. <laughs> well, there you go. That's a big difference. <laughs> That's kind of awkward that you call it poop hole, Dave. I don't know about you, but... Yeah, well, if you I call know, it poop hole, you're not are... mature enough to have anal sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe kids are watching. I don't know. Uh, I, I just got to go to the potty. I just got to go potty, come back, and put it in your poop hole. 
But I'm, I'm not big on putting things in, uh, in, in girlfriend's boo bowls. Good. Okay. I'm just, I, you know. I literally like have nothing against people that enjoy it. That's fine. But I personally am not a fan. And I, it's, it's, it's like the Dominican Republic, you know, and Haiti, you know, it's like right over here, you have the vaginal paradise of the Dominican Republic. And then you got a big fence over here, like fucking Haiti. And you just and, called Haiti a butthole. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm metaphorically, metaphorically a butthole. But so it's like the butthole's looking over at the vagina going like, just this, like, just stay, why can't we have that over there? And I'm like, sorry, you're a butthole. Haiti's just a poop hole. That's all Haiti is. Whatever. I always feel like saying, I'll just give you a really tight hand job if that's what you want. I'll just like grip it real hard. And then fart his face afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever see that porn star, the fart hammer? No. No. Okay, I've just seen one. I've seen one of the <laughs> Well, you guess what? Okay. That is the best when you're having a conversation with somebody, and then they're like, "Have you ever seen that?" And everyone else is like, "No, I've never even Googled that." Oh, good. Well, I've never seen it either. Uh, <laughs> sure. What is it, Dave? Oh, you know, it's just a guy, and he <laughs> fucks some chick, and then at the end, when he comes, he also farts. But he farts in her face, and I guess that's somehow a guy's supposed to enjoy that. But I've never well, seen. The- you have to think about any kind of porn. There's so many little rabbit holes of what, whatever you like, someone's got a video for you to, to dig for it. So hey, that gets people off. Whatever. Well, I'm a big believer on that. You should have the fetish before you go to the site. It's like you just shouldn't be just shouldn't on- fall into that. Yeah, you just shouldn't be just like, oh my god, I never thought this was something. But then, you know. but then if you never had that, none of it would ever get done because it would have been all vanilla sex your whole life. Still What's that me. movie with the guy? Who, is it Dickie Roberts or is or is that the yeah. is that the porn star one? No, Dickie Roberts is the 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 um the actual movie. But what's the one with Nick? What's his name? Fuck. He's like always in Sandler movies. David Spade. Oh no no no, no, no. Nick, no Nick Swartzen. Yeah. Bucky Bucky Larson. Bucky Larson. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Bucky Larson is a terrible terrible movie, but it has one scene in it that I like. I'll go and watch a hundred million times because he like walks into a sex store and there's like a like a like a sex toy doll with like a gimp mask I think on, and the do- the doll just goes fart in my mouth, fart in my mouth, and I. And I, I, I die. And that movie is so bad, but that one is worth watching the movie. To, to me, the, you know what's really weird? Like, you, we've all been in sex stores. When someone will buy, if you want to buy a pocket pussy, that's one thing. But when it's like a branded one and it's like six hundred dollars, oh yeah, I'm like because they want to feel the actual porn stars act because it's molded to their vagina. Yeah, but it's still just plastic and yeah. I just well, like the male porn stars that get the the dildos made exactly like you know Rocco Sofredi or uh, or some other guy. I guarantee that market's not the same as the pocket pussy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think anyone goes down, down on their pocket pussy if it's like a? a <laughs> well, it's not yeah, they, they throw some sour cream in there and they go to town. Yeah. It's not like they pour. A mold inside of her vagina it's just her outside labia that it looks yes. like i think like so it's not like oh this must be what it feels like because she could have a real loosey-goosey like right oh but yeah but i i, I i'm able to recognize a couple of just vaginas from the 80s like amberlynn had a very distinctive vagina it was like a bat sort of like flew <laughs> like that like that something Uh, hey there, this is Dave Hemstad. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM. I always said you're, you're watching too much porn. You're watching too much porn when you can recognize. Uh, is it like the schoolhouse? It's like that? Or. <laughs> Yeah, that's my vagina. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open yeah. the doors. Here's all the people. Get it away. Get it away. Get it away. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, is that Amber Lane or the bat signal? What is that? Right, well, just check it out. Yeah, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. I worked at a sex toy store. You did? Oh, yeah. I worked at uh, the Love Stop in Edmonton. And, when? When uh, was this? How old were you? What? How old were you when you worked there? I was like 24, 25. Okay. Was, was it a part-time gig or a full-time gig at the time? I was doing comedy and that was like my job. Okay. And because uh, I remember once that somebody, <laughs> somebody was on the road with Paul Meyerhoff and he didn't know that I was working there. So he, this, I think it might've been Lacombe was like, oh, let's go into this sex store. And he didn't know that I was there. And he came in and I was like, that's not, uh, this isn't a funny story, but he was there. And then right. he wanted a pregnancy, <laughs> pregnant people porn. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be a thing like, if you spend $50, you get a free DVD. Right. And sometimes yeah. I'd forget to give it out. So I had a stockpile of DVDs. So I just like would give them out to comics. <laughs> But some guy tried to return a sex toy once because he said he, they didn't like it. Oh, that's like underwear. You, you can't. Well, you can't. I didn't. He no. put it on the counter and I'm like, take that out of here. You, know, right. you mail it to the manufacturer. Actually, you know what? If you do mail uh, anything to a manufacturer, they send you back a ton of shit. Whoa. Well, well they don't want bad reviews. That's the thing. No. Yeah. Um, I worked at a, a porn video store for about three days core <laughs> video stop holding let's before we get there you must have got material though right kathleen out of that job is that what your angle was at the time like i'll probably need some crazy people get a couple jokes out of this as well i think i just wanted to work at one right okay i don't That's know if i got a ton of jokes from it like it wasn't even that like it was mostly just couples that would come in like it was it wasn't and i and people would be like weren't you scared weren't there gross people coming in and I'm like no there was I never had an issue I don't know it was it was a pretty boring job actually but when, was there ever a time where someone comes in because when you work in these places because I, I mean I've been to them and I've been with Brandy and we want to have have you ever used you always ask the staff have you used this that kind of thing did you have to use a lot of these products or you just had your own experiences and then just sometimes did you lie and say oh it's a great product I didn't have to use them, but I did. <laughs> right. Right. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't know. I just like, it's, I don't know. It's like, a, it, it, it's kind of like going to a swingers club, right? Like, it's like, it, at first it's like, Ooh, this is crazy. But yeah. then after a while, you're like, just talking about the weather. Yeah. It becomes normalized. Yeah. 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 I mean, when you, when I was at, when I worked at the porn video store for three days, it was just like, it just, by the third day, it was like, it was just like working at a, a video store. Yeah, uh, just the clientele were just. Was it just videos, Dave, or did they have booths in the back? Um, they they at one point they had booths, but they just set up like three laptop computers, and so this was like around '96 or so. So I don't know where. And then uh, you could get CD-ROMs with yeah. like porn on them, but there weren't DVDs yet. Everything was still VHS. And they also had dildos and magazines, and I had to do stock on those, which was weird, but fine. It's just stock at a certain point, but but yeah, it's uh, it, it uh, yeah, it desensitizes you. It lose the thrill goes away pretty quick. Like I've never done that booth thing. I've never been in one. I've never seen one. Oh. I went it in Montreal. Andrew Iwanek and I were walking around, and uh, we went into a peep show place. Like we went down the stairs. And there's all these like little uh, booths and it smells like chlorine. And I'm like, we got to get out of here. Like, I was like, I don't want to stay here. We got to get out. <laughs> we got to leave. But Andrew's like, I want to go in one. I'm like, I'm not going in one. Right. I, 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 I saw them, but I did never went in one. There uh, was actually a place in Edmonton downtown. It was called Times Square Magazines or whatever. And it was a porn store and they had 25 cent peep shows. Yeah. And when I started working at the Love Stop, I told my brother and my sister-in-law, and one night I get a phone call, and it's my sister-in-law. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at work. And she's like, well, I just went into your work, and you weren't there, and it's really gross in there. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'm at your work on, on 97th Street, because mine was 97th Street and the yellow head, which is like blocks away. And then, but they, she thought I was working at the Times Square magazine store, which was the nastiest place. It's in the inner city of Edmonton. I'm like, I can't believe you thought I was working there. I never even had ever been in there, but she went in there because she thought I was there. Yeah. 
And you've never been in one of those booths, Aaron? No, I never. I, I would I would love to just check it out, like just, just right. to see it, because I've heard so many things and so many movies make references to it and how seedy it is and all that. I've never done it. Have you? There was one, uh, there was a place around Young and Dundas, I think maybe one door up from Zanzibar. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and it was like a porn play. And then, yeah, you could go, there was like a hallway and there were like, basically each booth was like the size of a, of a bathroom, like a, a men's bathroom stall. And there would be a TV and there would be like five buttons on the side and you'd put a quarter in and it would play for maybe, I don't know, like four minutes or something like that. And if you didn't like the scene, you could press the one of the buttons and then it would switch to something else. And so- These things, these things like don't, first didn't lap dances kind of like take over for that? Like were lap dances a thing before peep show? Like when did lap dances become- Oh, I think no, peep shows have always been around. I think peep shows are just like, you want to go- you're, today, But you're talking about watching movies. I'm talking about when the door opens and it's oh, a there's a girl. Yeah, oh. Uh, I went to one of those when Aaron Berg and I went down to New York and uh, in this big sort of adult video store, they had these booths in the middle and it was sort of like, you know, like a confessional at church. Yeah. Like the, the pre, like the woman was in here and it was, she had her own private door to get the fuck out of there if she needed to. But then the guy could go into this part and then there was just sort of like a plexiglass thing. And uh, it was something like, I think for 10 bucks, you could, you'd be just kind of watching her masturbate. And, uh, and then I think the more money that then she would do more stuff. But I think I had a joke that I was always like, man, if you wouldn't want to get there at the beginning of her shift, because you wouldn't want to be there at the end of the five o'clock, like at the 11th hour when she's just about to get off work. Yeah. And it's hard to look through that plexiglass when it looks like scrambled porn at the end of the night. Yeah. Or yeah, like if one of the squeegee kids runs in and then, wipes it down but then um, i think it's crazy that people used to like men used to go and watch porn in a theater together like I know. in vancouver well, there's else? a venue in vancouver there's a venue called the fox theater and uh it used to be a porn theater you can find the pictures online it's if you look up vancouver fox theater pre-renovation right. and they took a bunch of pictures and there's like the seats had jizz on the back of them like oh, yeah. it was nasty in there but like i can't imagine like Men used to sit in a room and masturbate together. Not that yeah. long ago. Either. You had you had nowhere else to go. You had nowhere else yeah. to go. You had to go somewhere. Yeah. You know, if you were on, if you were, it was a busy day. You needed to get things going. Um, <laughs> or, or you know, even if they, you know, think of it in terms of if you're married or you have a family, you can't go home and have your own area. That's where a lot of it, I think, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was one, I, I worked in one store and then I was just interviewed at one store. And the one store that I had was right around, uh, was, it was on, did you ever see this store, Darren, at like Young and, it was around Young and Dundas. And there was like an escalator that was like a long one way escalator that went up to this store. I think they had, it might have been a record store at one point, but it was on the top floor. Okay. And it had videos in the front and it had these booths in the back. And I remember when the guy was interviewing me about the booths and he said that, uh, yeah, they don't work on a change system. You have to get tokens, which was kind of weird. But um, then at one point I remember him saying, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we got those booths back there and, uh, you know, everyone's really polite. Don't worry about it. And uh, don't worry. We got a, we got a separate team that comes up and cleans up all the floor of, uh, of all the, uh, all the weird jizz and fluid. What a terrible job! That's some. That was somebody's job. Well, I remember. I remember in that there was a in my head. I was thinking during that interview when he said, "Oh no, we got a separate team that comes in and did that, does that." I was sort of like, I wonder if anyone has ever walked out of the interview at that point. You know, if someone was just like, "What? I don't get to clean up the cum? I'm out of here." Fuck I this shit. I quit a job if I had to clean up. If somebody puked and they made me clean it up, I'd leave. I'd quit right then and there. Yeah, well... I won't do that. I don't clean up puke. No. I once, there was a theater in Toronto at the Metro Theater, and uh, it advertised itself as a porno theater for the, like, the longest time, in, even into like the late two, late, like, nine, I think even in like 99, wait a minute, yeah, it would have been 99, 98, uh, it was still a porn theater. I remember my friend and I walked, like, got, at the back of the Toronto Sun, you could get like coupons to get 
go in for five bucks. So I remember my friend and I, because it had all these 1980s porn posters on the outside, and you know, like Miami Spice. And I was just like, oh, it'd be fun to go and watch a, an old and 80s porno that was shot on film. It was another job. That's what you do for fun. Sure. Well, we were planning on watching the whole movie, but it would just be on oh, a 35, 35 millimeter print of an old yeah. film. So we went in and we just stood at the back of the theater and it was literally just a, uh, they had a satellite dish on the, on the ceiling, on the roof, and they were just beaming in like, like modern day pornos in this right. theater. But there were still a couple of single guys sitting around there. And, <laughs> well, know. Adam's working up north right now. He, he won't care if I say that. So he's working, and they, they block porn sites from their Wi-Fi. Okay. Like, so, he, so the first thing he got there, he's like, I can't watch porn. <laughs> so he said to me, he's like, I might have to actually go back to magazines. <laughs> Which I thought was the funniest. Because I'm like, he's like, I never thought I'd have to go back to magazines. <laughs> Or soapy boob boob gifts or something like <laughs> Right. That's another one. <laughs> well, do you? He know, doesn't care. <laughs> I don't think I have any. Actually, I have I have two magazines that I think I I, I literally I went back to a, a used bookstore that yeah. I from the nineteen eighties that I remember, and it's it is weird what your your brain still holds on to. I have a ton of like old penthouses and it's because I just like them. I think they're cool. Yeah. Like I have old porno magazines, but mm -hmm. I like, do you, could you just look at a picture and it could make you like, is that enough? Like you can just look at a picture. I can't just look at a picture. I'd have to, I have to watch something. Yeah. I think oh, that, you, guys can, guys can. Yeah, sure. It would take a long time and I would need to take some ADHD medication to focus properly. <laughs> Do you just talk to the picture? Do you just talk? You're like, that? yeah, like, yeah, show me those titties. I probably would, if I had to. <laughs> whatever works, whatever, whatever it takes. Now, okay, now, Darren, I want to ask you one question because you said you have a flashlight. Yes. You have used it. Yes. Now, both of us are getting up. Like, I don't know if you've ever worried about having a heart attack, but wouldn't that be, would you ever get worried about, like, you know, yes. collapsing or something like that? And yes. that's. Would you and want your dick to still be in? Yes. Huh? And it's still attached to you? Yes. And that's how you're found? Yes. <laughs> it's like that David Carradine with his neck. He choked himself. I, I, used have, I used to have a theory on whatever song you're listening to or whatever is touching you when you die, that's what you go to heaven or hell with. So that would be my worst nightmare. You're, you know, would you want to heaven, go to heaven with a flashlight? Well, not not attached to you all the time. So everyone's like, "What's that?" Oh, that's what that is. That's how you got here, huh? <laughs> if that's what happens, I'm holding my vibrator when I die. Yeah, like, like, a sword. That's that's like a sword. Wonder Woman. Yeah, like She-Ra. Yeah. I'll, I'll be on my deathbed and I'll be like, "Come closer, come closer, come closer. Yeah. Get me my vibrator." <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Yeah, yeah. Her death. I'll be buried with all my sex toys. We're going to be like, is that Kathleen's death rattle? No, that's her vibrator. <laughs> she just, ah, 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 ah. no, that's her I vibrator. She's okay. Into, I was once checking into a hotel in Fort McMurray with another comic. And we were like, what is that sound? Like, it was like, Zzz. I'm like, what is that sound? And I'm like, oh my God, it was my vibrator. My vibrator was on. And I'm just like, okay. I got through airport security with a vibrator by accident. Like I didn't, I totally wasn't thinking. And I only had carry on. Oh, I've done that. We went on trips together, me and Brandy, and we passed. Yeah. Of course, they opened it, and you know they they expect people to look shy and awkward. But I'm just like, yeah, that's what that is. You know, just I'm give just like, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah. I think at that point it's sort of like, yeah. I mean, a you've been caught with it, and b it it means you're fucking. It just it's like well, there, there's an actual brand of lube called fuck water. I don't know if you know that or not. That's an actual brand. So I always used to, as a joke, I would always travel through an airport. I'd bring lube on the road anyways, but I would always make sure I brought the one that's called fuck water because they would always find it in my bag, look at it, then look at me, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, you should just look at them and be like, ah. Yeah, I'm just like, well, <laughs> brand. I'm not even making that up. It's called fuck water. I have a lube called unicorn spit. Yeah. Uh, okay. It, it, it's like sweet, and it's like, it's in a bottle, a pretty bottle that looks like has a unicorn on the outside of it. 
Do those flavored condoms actually taste like anything? Like they taste like whatever they say they taste like. But I've eaten three. I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I she he thought you she would like bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. All all your bubbles look like cock. All your all the bubbles are going. <laughs> boom. Uh, all right, I got. I gotta go. It's been. It's been an hour now. I gotta go. I gotta put some of my kids to bed. It's late. Oh my god, this was a very filthy Christmas special. Exactly. <laughs>